Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of Worlds Collide. Myself, Tony Vela. We got our titles right. Well, I got the title right this time. So happy about that. Tony's giving me the golf clap over there. That's how excited he is for that. Uh, We've got another roundtable episode. Uh, You guys seem to like this format, so we're going to try to keep bringing on new people. Guys, introduce yourself. Let's start Uh, with Matthew. I'm Matthew Womack, uh, Womack Creative. That's it? That's all you got? I like long walks on the beach and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm single lady. Excellent. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not ch- I'm not checking out that centerfold. Go ahead, Carl. Who are you? Hi, I'm Carl Tilly, but uh, I'm affectionately known as Chef Carl because that's what I used to do for a living. So, uh, a veteran uh, to the WTC YouTube page. Yeah. Long time collector. Um, gosh, been collecting since the 70s. And, uh, always enjoy doing the wrestling. Excellent. Well, we're <laughs> going to kick things off to the guests right off the bat. Matthew, uh, go ahead with your topic. Uh, so basically, my topic is I want to know what you guys think about if, if you are going to invest in, I really like opening boxes. I like ripping packs. Like that's probably one of my favorite things, you know, the, the gambling, the excitement. So if you're if you were kind of new to the hobby or new to, you know, buying boxes, you want to invest like what 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 box would you buy um, to possibly get the biggest hit, the biggest return of investment, Um, maybe like a holy grail type thing. You know, what what box would you invest your money in? Are you talking about like just straight up like factory sealed boxes from a manufacturer, kind of like a factory sealed set that was only available as a set or? Um, I, all of the above, like whatever, like if, if, if I had a thousand dollars, like what, what boxes should I buy? I mean, if you go for like a factory set, I mean, you're talking about like, I mean, the 82 series came out as a set. I mean, that's something you'd probably want to invest in, I would imagine. But if you're talking straight up like hobby box versus retail box kind of thing, I don't know. I have to think about that. What do you, what, since you brought the topic up, what would you think? Um, well, from what I've experienced on um, eBay, I've, I've got a really good return of investment on like GC, like this is not sealed, um, GCW, Joey Janela, like spring break cards. That's exactly why I asked that, that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I bought one for 50 bucks and like every single card has gone for over a dollar. Some have gone for more. Um, I'm contemplating buying some of those impact sets um the all-in sets and just basically selling them singles um i did i did a 2020 wwe chrome box yeah i'm a big fan of those i've kind of i'm almost broke even uh the autographs and stuff i got were not that great um one was like a prince uh what, what is a uh, prince albert's other name um, uh lord tensai is that it yeah <laughs> it, was a, it was a lord tensai autograph 
So yeah, that sucked. But um, if you can't pronounce it, it probably ain't <laughs> worth it. <laughs> the, Jerry, the Jerry King Lawler uh, autograph green refractor did pretty good though. It's doing a great right. looking card. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I'm just that's kind of what I've dabbled in, and that's about it. Are you grading at all, or is this just raw sales? Um. So, you know, obviously can't send a PSA. I sent some to um, SGC yesterday. Um, but the ones that I'm grading, I'm kind of banking on more of a, I'm, I'm kind of going after more of a sentimental value, more gotcha. so than, more so than uh, like looking up what it's worth. And like, like you, um, we were talking about Leaf earlier. Um, I got a Chris Jericho autograph six out of 10 leaf, like kind of see-through cards. So I sent that off. Um, but if I get anything that I think that someone's going to look at and, and be like, I just want that. Like they're not looking at the comps. They're like, you know, I but want have, it. But you have such a wide variety of talent. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, one person's favorite could be a uh, Chavo Guerrero where someone else's favorite could be, uh, you know, uh, Lacey Evans. I mean, you just never know. I mean, that's, kind of here or there really if i was going to be cracking traditional wax and, and i had the money to, to drop right now i would probably look at uh, both the 2014 and the 2015 tops chrome wwe oh yeah you've got a lot of key uh first appearances rookie whatever yeah and and uh you know because there's also the opportunity for uh gosh for the 2015 you got the alexa was it 2015 alexa Bliss autograph i, I believe it's, it's the I 2015 so. yeah mm -hmm. yeah I mean, that card is still, still, you know, trading very well. Uh, and even with the 2014, the, you know, the NXT quote unquote inserts that are in there, you got a lot of key people there, you know, people like Charlotte, um, people like Bailey even. So you've got some names there that people know. And, and for the people who are maybe into a, uh, AEW, you've got Rusev or whatever his name is now, you know, his first appearance. So for to get more for me, if I was going to drop some money with an investment in mind, you know, to crack boxes and packs and whatnot, for on the more traditional side, you know, getting away from some of the indie sets and things like that, that might be the direction I might go. I got to agree with you. I think every single Topps Chrome product ever put out is a good go because Absolutely. there's no matter what year you pick, there's refractors, exfractors, superfractors, right. yeah. some, sometimes numbered. But then also when you kind of stop and think about it, every single one of those years, because they don't do it every year, every single one of those years that's been put out, there's like at least more than one like key name that could be in there. Absolutely. Um, and then like, if you want to take the other perspective and just go really big gambling, I would look at all of those late nineties WCW boxes. Because those those autographs are just a no-brainer. But then the problem is, with the Chrome, a lot of the base cards you're going to be doing well with. On the WCW ones, maybe not so much. Right. Yeah. And the Chrome, the Chrome, like like you you mentioned, the Chrome tends every year. That seems to be the set that people go for. The, whether you yep. want to call it the the yeah, stock the that it's on, the the nice appearance you. <laughs> You're killing me, Tony. Let's break it. Let's That's break good it. stuff. By the hey, way, I love it. I love it will that. be broken, but they're not my boxes. They will be broken. We'll be announcing that pretty soon. Yeah, you guys will hear more about that sometime else. <laughs> Very cool. That yeah, that, that would be that, that's the direction I would get. Agreed. Yeah, you I can't I, go wrong I, with I, Tops Chrome. 
Yeah, Topps Chrome is always the way to go, I think. I, I, I can't disagree with that at all. I mean, if you're going to go more older stuff like that, you can afford it and buy boxes. I, I still like the old, you know, 85, 80, 87 Tops if you can buy boxes at anywhere. I mean, it's expensive as hell, but I think it, long term, it's still going to hold value. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I, mean, think I mean, if we're getting a budget here, like we had a fantasy budget. Someone come up with it. What's our budget? What's our budget? Let's uh, let's have a fantasy $1, booking $1. on boxes. A thousand dollars. Yeah, he started with a thousand dollars, so we'll go with that. Sam, what are you buying for a thousand dollars? You have to spend it on a box. Or multiple uh, boxes. Or multiple yeah, boxes. I would, I would either. And and again, this is just based off maybe the top of my head. I haven't bought a lot of these. I would load up on as much Chrome as you can whether it's blasters or hobby boxes, you can go that route. Would you or, spread it across multiple years or a specific year? I'd, but yeah, I'd just buy as much as I could what, for whatever that price range is. Cause you're going to, you, you know, it'll all even out if you don't do so good in one and the other one would pick up. Um, and then if you can afford it, the 85 tops because of those Hogan's, I, I really think those are going to be slept on. I actually just was talking earlier on Twitter that I think like the 82 all-stars Hogan is going to be like, a Mickey Mantle car, 52 Mantle. Sure. And I think the 85 Hogan is going to kind of be like an 86 Fleer Jordan. Yes. You know, one of them is way higher in value and when, but less attainable. And the other one's a lot pop, more popular, but more liquid. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So uh, you've got, but with, I think with those, like the 85 tops of the WCW sets, they're, they're real top heavy. So it's uh it's kind of more of a boomer bust. Whereas the Chrome, I think it's a lot more evened out. Yeah, especially that WCW stuff from Tots because you're only looking for with those three boxes. Yeah, I mean, for, there you're are... only looking for one key thing, and it's an autograph out of that. That's yeah. basically it. And even with the extra first cards, like the Rey Mysterio or the Jericho that a lot sure. of people want to find, like those are okay cards, but from a like reselling standpoint, they're not going to net you what those Chrome stuff nah. is. Because, I mean, look at some of the Chrome stuff from like uh, years past that's just now getting popular because when they were made that star wasn't even popular but now that they're on aew or tearing it up on the indies or whatever they're extremely popular that that's not really happening with wcw or 85 tops what do you what are you buying chef carl what are you buying with a grand i i'd probably probably try to grab some 88 uh nwa supercards <laughs> just because that's like my all-time favorite set um I'm that's going, going in, that that's going into my pick on your topic later on oh it is yes <laughs> that's funny because it kind of goes along with where i was leaning to but uh, there you go i'm probably gonna spend some money there i think again if i if i'm gonna buy some more modern i'm probably gonna go 2014 2015 chrome again because i think that there there's enough key cards you know first appearances first regular appearances you know not not discounting the indies and things like that but first mainstream cards of some very key people um that you know are really the top if you will talent in, in the world of professional wrestling right now. So I think that's maybe where I might lean, um, you know, kind of divided up between that. What about you, Matt? Um, now I'm just going to do what Zan said and just buy a bunch of Chrome, you know. <laughs> I, I I did buy some Heritage boxes and got a Sasha Banks redemption card and was so upset that... Uh, <laughs> redemption um, suck. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like... That's why, yeah, that was rough. Um, but I did send an email to Tops, and they did tell me to send it in. And if they had the card, they'd send it to me. And if not, they'd send me something else. So that's, that's nice cool. of them. Yeah, I haven't gotten it back yet, but um, yeah. Well, that's that's typical. First off, but that's also hopefully nice you thing. don't get another Lord Tensai autograph. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even sell that thing for a dollar on eBay. Like, I, I listed it, I started at a dollar, still no bids. No so. bids. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, it could be worse. They might send you Chad Gable. That's true. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, it could be worse. It could sell you Velveteen Dream. Oh. Oh. I went there. Oh. I went there. Not only that, with arguably the worst laziest worst. autograph. Yes, yes. On the that's where I was going with it too. <laughs> you, guys, you guys could do an episode where it's like, what are the worst autographs? Like the worst inserts that you could possibly get? Like uh, I'm writing that. I'm writing that down, Zan. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be I, hard. I like we're, we're gonna have to dig to tie to top Velveteen Dream. That'll be tough. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Well, there's some bad cards out there, I'm sure. But talking about worst, worst yeah. top. If we're talking strictly signatures, it's kind of hard to top him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anybody else got anything else on this? We're jumping. Well, the next I, was, topic. I, I mean, I, I have a thousand dollars to spend, don't I? Yeah. No. You, you only have five hundred because you're opening a store. Damn it. That's right. I don't have any. <laughs> it's, it's a fantasy. Oh. Uh, I, I'm going a completely different route than you guys. I, I am. I cool. think I'm, I'm either going to invest whatever I can in on a specific release too. I'm either going to probably go after, I'm either going to go after the 2002 Royal Rumble set just because okay. common cards out with a great rookie class of Batista, John Cena, Randy Orton, and uh, who else is in that? Um, uh, Lesnar. So, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with that stuff. I mean, those cards raw are still selling really well. Yeah. And if you get something in a high grade out of that, you're talking, I mean, people are asking like, what, two grand for a John Cena in a high grade? I mean, uh, and that's just going to go up. It's just going to continue to keep going up. If I can, yeah. if I can afford to buy that, it'd be that. My other one flip side wise is I might go after, and I don't even know which specific sets I want to go after yet, releases. Anything during that TNA run. Just because I think it's such a sleeper hit. And then I was just talking to, to Chuckster today about it starting to see people talking about those releases more and those prices are kind of itching up a little bit already, mm -hmm. which Absolutely. sucks for me because, uh, you know, me being a Kurt Angle collector now, uh, I'm after those cards. Now I'm getting into it when they're starting to go up in price, like it's bad timing, but I think that stuff's got a, a lot of room to grow. Cause there are a lot yeah. of hidden gems in there. I mean, Carl, you and I talked about this not too long Absolutely. ago on an episode, the young buck stuff in there. Uh, I mean, there's, some really good hidden gems in there that uh, yeah. I think over time are going to go up in value. I, they're not going to be Hogan type numbers, but I think your yeah. return on investment is going to be really good five, 10 years from now. Yeah. I like I it. Good points. I was at the Dallas card show over the weekend and um, I had five packs of the 2004 Pacific TNA cards. Oh, that's another good one. And uh, yeah. he was selling them for 12 bucks and I popped them down to 40 for the whole, for five of them. And, so far, I mean, I put up every single card, and I mean, every single card's gone for at least a dollar. Um, you know, you got the AJ Styles card in there. You know, you got this CM Punk. Punk. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, Punk. I didn't get that one. I didn't get that one. But I mean, <laughs> I I probably have a few in singles left over, it's like that. But I think all I have left really are CM Punk, uh, the, the Red Parallel ones. All I have left. Yeah. Which I'd rather have that than the base yeah. anyway. I mean, well, but either my, one's still good to go. Address, my address is uh, two zero. <laughs> hey, I got I got your address right here from that wonderful there package you, you sent me today, buddy. Hey, <laughs> one other thing I want to mention about this topic that none of us talk about. Um, I would probably do some research on the older sets because I know with certain cards, they're going to stick together if they've yes. been packaged for yeah. years and years. 
Right. So I would say if you bought something within the last 10 years, maybe not, but anything from like the eighties and nineties have to be kind of careful on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on where it's been stored. You know, if mm-hmm, you guys want to keep your shit over here in, in, uh, in Phoenix, mm, that's so good with the heat. Yeah. <laughs> South Mississippi ain't a gym for it either. Let me tell you the humidity. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. All right, Carl, you're up with your topic. All right. Uh, topic I, I kind of wanted to focus on was the, Pre-1990 cards that um, I think have got, you know, possibly have the biggest, they're very undervalued and have the biggest uh, potential to uh, go up in price. And a couple sets just, you know, came to my mind and I'm going old school in some of this. So like way old school. Uh, The two sets that jumped out just immediately were the 5455 and the 5556 Parkhurst. Parkhurst, yeah. Mm -hmm. Those sets are absolutely loaded with, I mean, names that to some extent had an impact on, I mean, obviously I'm old, but I'm not that old um, to remember. Oh, a lot of this. But right. I mean, but yeah, but if you look at, <laughs> I mean, but look at some of the names in there, you've got your Luthezes. Okay. Who again, arguably one of the greatest world champions of all time. Uh, but then you've got people like Nick Roberts. Well, who's Nick Roberts? Well, you may not know Nick Roberts, but his daughter you do know. Maybe don't. Sorry, I'm writing notes. Yeah. And whose granddaughter now even wrestles uh, Samantha Starr in the Independence. But uh, Dory Funk Sr.'s got a card in those sets. Prince Mayavia, maybe you've heard of That's him. That's a good one. He's in the 5556. Uh, the Crusher. Under yeah, you, 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 you do know that Prince Mayavia from that one is not the Not Rocks, the same one? Not the same guy. Really, whole different guy. Wow. <laughs> well, I have been I have been suitably chastened. Uh, 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 only, only because I don't think he was ever known as Prince Mayavia. He was always known as High Chief Mayavia. I don't know. We'll but also, de- definitely go ahead and uh, and Google search and like that. But I'm pretty certain yeah. it's not the same guy. Very interesting. I, I think one took uh, Brock's da- uh, the grandfather other. took that yeah. name from that person. Okay. Well, I mean, still, you got, you got, you got, you got a link there in some form. Of I would, I would put both names in the eBay listing. Yeah. Why not? There you go. <laughs> Can't hurt. Looking yeah. for a sucker, I see. Yeah. <laughs> My idea. No. But other names in there, you got people. Do not buy from. Do not buy any. <laughs> but you know, you've got you've got people like Gorgeous George. You know, you've yeah. got people. Oh yeah. Um, gosh. Warren Bockwinkle, who is, of course, the father of Nick Bockwinkle, uh, Bobo Brazil, just a, a lot of good names there that, you know, don't don't get necessarily the love today. And plus, getting those things in high condition is yeah. a booger bear. I mean, most of the ones you <laughs> see graded. That, yeah. That's as south as you're going to get today, isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I might get a little more southern. Um, but but the condition, most of the cards that we're seeing right now uh, that are out there, even though a lot of the graded ones, they're only hitting like threes and fours. Here's, yep. the, inter- here's so, the interesting thing about that, Carl, is that, uh, you know, this is a great topic to talk about with Rob England. Rob England has oh, one yeah. of the most, uh, uh, one of the He's best got, what, collections three of sets of it graded? Yeah, it's, it's an amazing collection he has yeah. like that. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of great names in this in these sets. I mean, you got Vern Gagne. I was going to say uh, is Vern Gagne in this. That's he, yeah, the one he, I would yeah, want. He's definitely in that one. He's in the first set, 54-55 Parker yep. set. Uh, you're going to have, uh, you know, a Killer bunch Kowalski. of... Killer Kowalski. is going to be in it, I think. Yep. Uh, you know, Fred Atkins, uh, yep. you know, Mike Sharp. 
Yeah, uh, Lord James Bleers. Winning the gun is Lord Jan Bleers. But it's, it's, it's like you said, yeah. it's, a, it's a very condition sensitive uh, set. So, I mean, if, unless Absolutely. you're on, but here's my problem with that. My problem is it's a great set. I own both sets. They're awesome yeah. cards uh, and they are very condition, condition sensitive. Mm -hmm. uh, but the issue is for someone who's getting into wrestling now, they don't know any of those people. Where we have the problem with old school guys like that is it's not like baseball where I could be a young person right now I've never saw Babe, me, I never saw Babe Ruth play, but I know who Babe Ruth is. I never saw Ty Cobb play. I know who Ty Cobb is. I never saw Mickey Mantle, but we, we know who those people are. But if I got 10 year old Timmy over here, he's got no clue who the hell Luthez is like that. He's got no clue who uh, Gorgeous George is. He's going to go after Hulk Hogan because he's a household name. He'll go after The Rock because that's a household name. Right. I, I agree with you. I think it's a great set to invest. I think it's undervalued. And I also think it's super hard to come by to find those things in great Absolutely. conditions. And yeah. anybody's going to have that. It's going to be Rob England. I mean, he's he's the king for no for a reason. <laughs> On the they're, flip they're side of that, there. though, the, the people that are going to want this, if you want to kind of put a parallel, are going to be your vintage baseball guys in the wrestling world, which are the people that have the money. Right. Sure. But are they going after stuff like that or going after, you know, early 70s Andre, you know, uh, early 80s, uh, you know, Hogan stuff? And that's where the money's at, really. That too. But even that stuff is a little bit more uh, accessible to like your mainstream Timmies that may want to get into vintage wrestling. They may look at stuff like that as opposed to like, like um, I'm, most of the T206, those baseball cards, like most people aren't going to know those unless you're a vintage baseball guy. But if you sure. do know them, there's some value in it. So that's, Absolutely. I, I see the point. And I love those I, I sets. So. I love those sets too. And, and the variation background, uh, backs and everything too. Right. And uh, it's just, uh, it's a fun, they're fun sets. Absolutely. And again, a lot of good names in the history. And then, and then the other area, which we kind of alluded to early, 88, you know, uh, NWA. Yep. That, that one, I set. think, is a that set. I believe is a truly undervalued card set. Uh, I mean, just a straight up eighty-eight. Right, and again, you look at you look at the names there. You know, and while some of these uh, some of these guys have other cards other places, not all of them do. Sting, for example. You know, Luger, for example. Uh, there's a ton of flare cards in there, even though it's obviously it's not his first appearance, sure. but there's a ton of that, and that's always been good money. Tully Blanchard, again. Was, he was featured in the earlier stuff, in, in you know, the 83, I believe, or 82B, one or the other. But again, you know, he's there. Arn Anderson, arguably probably one of his first cards, unless, mm -hmm. well, I guess 86, he, is he an 86 money gum? Maybe? Maybe. If he is, he's probably mislabeled anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no For all doubt. I know, it could be Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. But again, you know, and it's, it, they, you know, traditional card backs in that you know some of them describe the action but some of them have the little profiles it's a great so set again, too I think, man i love that set yeah. Road warriors in that one man. absolutely uh, midnight, midnight express midnight express yep. in that one i mean some yeah. good stuff in there baby doll there's rock and roll <laughs> expresses in there you know yep. i mean but there's a lot of good you know magnum ta oh i know um, a really good one in there too is there's a cup i think there's that one specifically but there might be a couple others of the four horsemen all in one shot. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think that's like the first shot. card that you could get of all of them in one. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Hold on. I might have great. Right again, here. great cards there. And again, also ones that have had some condition, some yeah. condition uh, sensitive uh, because of the packaging. Right. The packaging was not very good. And I opened up enough of it. It, um, I regret you know. selling my box of that, man. I had one box that I got off of a guy named Alan Maynard Jr., who Alan, uh, 
he's I've reached out to him recently uh, the last few months to try to get him on, but I think he's a little camera shy. But he bought out all the remaining inventory mm-hmm. of that stuff in NWA. Yeah. He bought all the uh, uncut sheets. Right. And he just offered them to me not too long ago. I I, I'm, I may have to haggle with him about getting those. Um, and then he had uh, some packs, boxes. He even had the cells that were used oh, to cool. make the cards. Wow. And so like in 2001, 2002, I had to go look mm-hmm. at my old AOL address. Uh, he'd sent me um, an offer. They wanted like for four grand to buy everything. I'm like, ah, it's a little too rich for my blood, right, man? That seems like kind of high price. And I regret it. I should have bought it. Oh, yeah. Was he the same guy who was selling it all on eBay as well? I, he's the one who made the test market run sets available for, for the first time ever on, on yeah. eBay. That's where I got my there, test. There test was yeah, I don't ever see those. Yeah, oh yeah. Those. I, what makes me, and I've told Tony the story and I'll tell you all the story. I had a couple of them, sets. And when I went through my first, when I went through my divorce, <laughs> I sold them in order to kind of liquidate some assets right. so that there wasn't much <laughs> showing, shall we say, uh, during all that funness. So you but, want all um, of my nothing, honey, or half of my nothing? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, those things are just, I mean, they're, they're, they're like hen's teeth. They just ain't out there. They're just not. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the unopened product is drying up there. There's just not a lot of it there. I, I haven't seen an, uh, an unopened box in a long time. There's a, right now, I think on eBay from time to time, you'll see a couple of unopened packs. What do you sell them but, for? Oh, I don't Last one I saw was like 20 bucks for a pack. Which is super cheap. Yeah, super cheap. Super cheap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and a pack had my, how many cards came in a pack? Uh, was it like 11? Hang on. We 11? Had, <laughs> you like, had the thing that wow. like, look, look, at Zan, look at Zan pulling a Tony. I know, right? There's, <laughs> look at him pulling a seven. Tony. There's uh, okay. seven. So you had them like that. And then you also had the ones that were the double packs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I know the boxes, again, back in the day, the packs like you you just showed, Zan, um, those, when they, when I found them just like that, the only cards I ever pulled out of any of those were cards 1 through 150. Interesting. I never saw a card above 150. 150 so when you ever. pulled them out of like blister packs, you got yes. only 1 through 150 because I've seen the yeah. blister packs before. But the doubles, the double packs, yeah, that's where you would see the cards again in my experience 151 and up but you would also have the cards one through 150 i i mean what about the box collation though was that i, I never cracked terrible. open a box i had it but was it terrible that was a 48 pack box right correct yeah you would open up you know you could open up one box of it and great collation you open up the next box and it's literally every card in the box is between one and 150 it sounds like Monty Gum. It sounds like uh, the old. Um, oh gosh. No, it also Gum. sounds like um, uh, what was that foreign show that came out that was hard at uh, the animote the motion cards, little motion cards. Like oh that. yeah, it's I know. Super you're about. hard to find cards one through uh, what ninety nine. Well, what do you guys know about the actual factory boxes? Because I've got one and I don't even know how. Like, how would you have gotten those back in the day? The ones with the stickers on them and it's a complete set. Did you buy them in the complete set from NWA or? Yeah, I, I don't know how they originally were released. I got my factory box from Allen. So it had the sticker yeah. on top. It had the yeah. full complete set with a checklist and the error cards as well. Were in right. It. So, I only, and, the only time I ever saw those were through him. That's the only time I, I ever saw them too. anywhere else. I never saw, saw them at shows. Just, I mean, and again, at the time, no one was even advertising that stuff. In, in the, the hobby publications like Sports Collectors Digest and things like that. 
could have sworn I saw. I, I, I swear, tough. I got to go check my images now that I moved the website from one place to another. I've got all these thousands of images sitting around, but I'm pretty sure I have an image of a magazine ad for that at set, if I'm not I'm mistaken. I, I think I might have one, but it's something like a local, you know, deep south. You sure you haven't seen it there, Jeff Carl? Um, <laughs> uh, this is never going to end. <laughs> yeah, I'll, show you, I'll show you the barcode of it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wait, how did how did you know about this? <laughs> I listened to the show. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. That is thank that's you. a that's thank a fan. You. I'm impressed thank with that. Thank you. Thank that's you. a good pull, dude. That's, that's good. a good pull. <laughs> I like that. That's hey, awesome. So the one thing um when this topic came up, I don't know a lot about wrestling cards pre-1990 because I was doing like like cool you know, stuff elementary school <laughs> and stuff um but what i thought about was and this is this is going to sound really terrible but when i think pre-90s i think about um who's gonna die um, <laughs> wow so, so you play yeah. you play in a celebrity death pool every year don't you yeah so i'm yeah. like i just stock we need to talk cards right, <laughs> like right now very fun cards i'm stocking up on um, wow that oh. sounds terrible this but, show is taking a dark, dark turn. I don't know, though. It's just, I see the logic. It there's is, a, there, there's is, logic there, for like, sure. For example, for example, um, like everybody's reaching behind them. I bought, I bought this recently. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. um, but I just think that, you know, for so, if you don't know a lot, like that, that's something you can kind of, it sounds terrible, but that's something yeah. you can kind of, but there's a lot of people out there sellers across across all collectibles who do this. Yeah. Uh, I used to work for a guy years ago who was heavily into signatures. He would go out and he was a random autograph seeker. He would go out to when the Emmys were in town, it's like that. He would go out and try to get autographs and hunt people down. And he would get like, you know, Carmen Electra or he'd get uh, Robert De Niro. He, he would get all kinds of things signed. And then he speculated on them uh, like, well, I'm going to go out and get like, uh, like right now, everybody and their mother probably go out trying to get like, uh, you know, um, uh, what's her nuts, uh, Betty White. I mean, cause I mean, come on. I mean, she's um, like, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, I, I had a private signing deal put in place with her a while back ago, but I thought they were asking for too much money. And now I'm regretting it. Um, but he's probably I mean, got a lot of Keith Richards autographs. Dude, there's, why? Cause he's going <laughs> to sell them to himself. He's going to be the one alive. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying that I won't die. Like, well, I, 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 here, here's a fun fact: Keith Richard did die. He died in 1977. No one told him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I've even noticed since you know, because I do dabble in some autographs and things like that. That as people get a little closer to, you know, in the weeks, the rumors that surrounded Paul Orndorff, for example. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually have his signature on some stuff, but it's in, it's in the first collections on a project piece, but I have seen uh, things I've had on e my eBay store and things like that. When someone passes all of a sudden, of yeah, course. Quick. Same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Yep. I had the uh, same thing I, happen. One of my Orndorff autos was gone within minutes after that was announced. And yeah. And Zan, I think that's going to go back to your topic earlier about saying, um, you know, the 82 Hogan is going to be like the mantle. And and the yeah and the eighty five eighty five, but but once he once he passes away, you know he's gonna have to pass away for it to 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 get to that point, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. There, there's or a lot of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of the the older stuff that um, like one of the best examples I can use if we're since we're talking about this is the Bobby the Brain Heenan stuff. Like when he passed away, I was expecting just a huge you know surge in prices, and it went up a little bit, but it wasn't like drastic. Like and like it, it's just it's me and Tony have talked about this at nauseum, and we probably will continue to that. There's just something about wrestling that just doesn't get the respect, especially, you know, go back to your Parkhurst sets. Like, yeah. I, it's just, it's like disrespectful that people don't understand the history of wrestling. And, right. you know, they don't, they do for all other sports, but they don't for wrestling for whatever reason. I just well, don't I, In wrestling, you, you really talk about eras more than you talk about it any other, any other. Yeah. You do talk about eras in basketball and hockey and, ba- <laughs> but, but I don't think it's as divided uh, as it is in, in wrestling. You know, right. so if it, doesn't, it doesn't fit my era. I don't know anything about it. That's a great point. The, well, the point I've always tried to make they might is think their death is like fake. You know, it's not real. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, you know, Game of Thrones um, isn't real either. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the fact that if you look at let's just let's use Ric Flair for example or Hogan, either one. Well, if it had been for superstar Billy Graham, there yep. really would not be the Hulk Hogan persona. Of course. And then you go back even further. With Ric Flair, for example, Buddy Rogers, uh, Buddy Rogers, the yep, nature yep. boy Buddy Rogers, and even before Buddy Rogers, you had someone like a Gorgeous George, mm-hmm. right? You know, and if it had not been for the influence that those guys had to to develop that persona, which was later picked up and modified by the next person, I say Buddy Rogers, again picked up by the next person, you know, and and the offshoots, if you if you again trace it back, there's an old thing that they say. I know Jim Cornette said it several times on some of his things there's nothing new in wrestling it's all recycled it's all mm-hmm. repackaged it's or they've taken a concept that someone had and they've just taken to the next level you know there were people like stone cold steve austin back in the day sure maybe not maybe not with as much flair and as much you know over the topness but there were people like that well it could be even and, argued that john moxie's like kind of taking a page out of steve austin's book right now so he's kind of got sure. all of those same similar yeah. characteristics really that could really turns like that but yeah i mean hey everybody uh chef carl here will be uh, teaching a uh, history 101 on wrestling here i'm, I'm signing up yeah i'm signing <laughs> up too <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing as music it just doesn't get the respect it deserves yeah yeah you know, 100 oh, yeah. music's the same way like you know yeah. i know i know a lot more about that time period of music than i do wrestling but right uh, yeah very similar yeah. so we got a little bit off topic um no, Matt, not Tony. <laughs> no, no, you guys, not you guys have anything that comes to mind that we haven't talked about yet, as far as like a so you want vintage... pre, you want pre ninety stuff though? Is it's the topic yeah. is pre ninety stuff? Right. I mean, eighty seven tops gets talked about a lot. I think I don't think it gets the complete love that it deserves. I think I guess it's kind of stretching a little bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I guess I, I have to eighty seven. Eighty seven tops. I think has. Of all the 80s stuff, probably my favorite card design is of any 100%. 80s product. It's just that there's not as much to chase in it. That's it. No, I mean, what do you got in there? Bret Hart? That's about it? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he's still, by far pretty, the key. I mean, it's a, but... pretty, it's a pretty looking card design. I mean, yeah. when you have modern stuff, 
of independent people out there putting all these, you know, because technology yeah, allows us to absolutely. put it. When you have all these independent places paying homage to classic vintage sets, and they consistently keep picking like 87 tops, uh, you know, 91 championship marketing, 91 mm -hmm. Impel. That's kind of, that says something about that design. That's a cool design, man. I want to have that as part of my design. It's kind yep. of a cool, you know, little homage, you know? Well, so, I think, I think 87 tops could definitely be something in 20 years that like, takes a life of its own just because the like you said the design is so good like like the 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 you call it graphic design or or just just the way it's presented is just really good like i look at it and i'm like oh man that's not worth anything that's not worth anything but i'm like man but it's like, pretty it's a yeah. fun car <laughs> Like. especially if you're a fan of that era even if you're yeah. not even yep. if you're not a fan of that era it still has like it screams 80s first off it screams yep. it, 80s it screams wrestling sure like, absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. just like it's a like, like a 95 wcw card set just screams that era right there you know that mm -hmm. it, it, absolutely. i mean zan had a great great series of videos that uh, describes every single card in that set and it's just it screams that era perfectly yeah, absolutely the only other thing I've got that we haven't touched on, I think my pick would also be the Wonderama, the 88 yep. Wonderama. But the other thing that I'm a huge fan of that I've actually just did a mail day video. It's not out yet, but I bought my 1887 young Bibby card. Oh. That was like the stuff from like 1900 and backwards. Like some of the yeah. very first wrestling, like I think it was yeah. like $30 graded for yeah. $30. And I'm just like, not why are, pe why are people not looking at these? Because I they mean, don't know them. It doesn't it, matter. It's over a hundred years old. Like yeah, how cool one is of them that? is that they don't know who they are. Most okay. of the stuff didn't even feature people. It featured it featured styles, you yeah. know, catches catch can and jujitsu and that yeah. kind of stuff. So there wasn't any really big names to go chase after, although I'm sure Robert Ingle would probably, you know, No, no, them. I agree. I agree with you, but my argument is just that it's like it's a historical artifact at this sure. point some of that yeah. stuff it's like, it's, like buying, just, it's like buying a mona lisa of, uh, of wrestling yeah. i mean basically i mean and 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 you know since and and i'll give rob all the credit in the world uh because he actually has some really good stuff about uh hackenschmidt and god yeah sure oh yeah he'll tell you the whole story some of their tobacco cards and yep. in fact he's got a couple of them for sale right now and the wife said you shall not buy at this time <laughs> and i said you're correct yeah because um, you don't have to start liquidating again yeah exactly <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, you learn the first time, but but I mean, it, and what people don't understand on cards like that that are now well over a hundred years old, um, the the series of matches that those two cats had, yeah, that was I mean that was front page news everywhere. Not just yeah. I think well, I know one of the matches I think was in Chicago. It was it was more than just front page news, you know. There it was front front page news all over the world because it was that impactful you know well, that, and, and that so, boxing were big things oh absolutely and you know maybe it was not maybe it was a lot more legit back then depending on who you talk to sure but the point being you know you can trade you know back i can remember back in the day lord on almost every nwa and early wcw they talked about you know we can trace our lineage back to 19 whatever yep. when hackenschmidt and gotch you know and that was something that as a kid, even as a teenager, to hear that, you start, you remember that. And then, you know, when we start having the Google machines where you look everything up, um, you start, you know, doing some reading and doing some research on stuff like that. And, and that, that always to me is I like to see, you know, where we came from because it kind of helps Agreed. where we're yeah. at and where we're going. So, well, well going back to one of uh, y'all's previous podcasts, 
um, where you talk about pop culture and investing in basically pop culture, like, unfortunately, it doesn't matter if it was 2000 years old, like, if it's not yeah. relevant, like, it's not going to be worth anything. It might be to us and it might be to a real collector, but to yeah. putting it on eBay and selling it, like, unfortunately, you know, just. Does that make you like something like, would it make you a, if you're someone into that kind of stuff, would that make you like a historian collector then probably? Yeah. It goes back to what I said about being like, you know, those vintage baseball guys, they don't care anything about what's happened in the last 50 years, but they they know everything there is to know about the vintage section, which that's totally cool because that's their realm. But I also think it has to do like with us, I'd say all four of us for the most part, we, we like enjoy looking back at where things came from and kind of diving into whatever it is we're into going back and look at the history and realizing, Oh, well, that's cool. Maybe I should pick one of those up just because of what it stands for. That's my pick with this and many other cards, the Parkhurst ones, again, like those names that are mentioned, I've, I've watched some of the matches from just being a historian and being a huge fan, but your, your average person, uh, that's watching right. indies or aew they're just like what's the rating what's dave Meltzer saying okay next show yeah yeah you know? next show basically yeah, yeah. But that how many stars mean, did it get yeah that, <laughs> is, that doesn't mean it's not it's not worth anything you just gotta oh find sure yeah, right who, who's yeah like, to, your, to y'all's point though i mean when i would set up at shows in the atlanta area um there were guys who would come in and they only thing they wanted to look at do you have anything pre-1981 just across the board in any sport mm-hmm and then you had cats who were like, hey, if it's not 60s or earlier, I'm not interested. There's a great guy on uh, Twitter who only collects pre-World War II cards. And it doesn't matter what go. it is, baseball, football. He's got some great wrestling. Um, but the point is there are there are segments of the hobby that, I mean, and again, Rob, bless, bless Rob's heart. He probably has one of the most unbelievable, truly vintage we got to get that guy to sponsor the show in some sort of monetary way. Now, we mentioned his name way too much. <laughs> we, need to, we need to give him an old school commercial. You there know? we go. Yeah, we'll, there. we'll work on it. Okay, let's do yeah, it, man. We'll, we'll work on it. But okay. again, the point is. We got to get a 1-800 number, though. <laughs> I thought it was a 900 number, but anyway. Yeah, you're, no, you're 976 numbers, buddy. <laughs> but the point, be, you know, go, point going back to, again, you know, to the point that there are those people who, who they don't buy anything modern in the wrestling. It doesn't matter what tops or, you know, whoever's going to put out the AD or the Indies, they're not interested. They're going to, they're going to focus on that one area that, that has the most interest for them. Oh, um, you're talking about a niche market already of being wrestling yeah. trading cards. And then you take so a we're smaller niche, niche, niche of that. Niche. Niche of the, yeah, it really is flat. But yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of wrestling, just, just be honest. Most people who are fans of wrestling today are fans of what they grew up with. And that's it. Sure. That is their starting point and their ending yeah. point right there. When it goes back to that, it's just, that's all they know. Oh, yeah. and I, I also want to throw into that point that they all also only know what is being fed to them. They don't Correct. like to actually put in work to go do research. Of course. Well, because it's what they want to know. It's, it's what they're yeah. fans of now. It's what's being yeah. pushed to them right now. Um, and they're fans. That's it. You know, not everybody's yeah. going to be uh, a Zan Morning going back and doing his history. So like well, that. <laughs> and sorry to get on like a tangent, but even like modern stuff, like Nick Gage coming on AEW yeah. last night, I'm like, I bet you half the people there didn't even know who he was. Probably not. You're probably right. I don't know who he is. Do you? Do you I, I, I marked out hard. Like yeah, I did too. I was in my living room. And I was like, when he said he went to he robbed a bank, I was like, like, yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, so 
I took a pizza cutter to a Zack Ryder car today and I tweeted it. I saw and, that. And we're going to get graded. <laughs> and Matt, no, no, hold on, hold on. You're ruining it for me, Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. So the question I was going to ask is, should I send it in to get graded and like have it be like a one, you know, like. Why not? Um, yeah, I think it would be totally, awesome. That would look good in a tuxedo uh, case too, by the way, I think. I think it'd be, it would be, you could even kind of spin it as a Twitter use. <laughs> one of one. <laughs> yep. And that, I, I'd hand Black number that thing. Hand number yep. one of hand one. Number. <laughs> the pizza cutter is a relic. The pizza yeah. cutter. There you go. There you go. I like that. Yeah, we had talked on our last roundtable about how cards and memes can kind of go together. Here we go. Yeah, we go. exactly. 100%. I could not believe that he shared that. I, so I was like doing the dishes and I had a pizza cutter and I had just like went through some cards and had a Zack Ryder card. I go, how funny would it be if I just took a pizza cutter to a Zack Ryder card? And awesome. then, he, then he shared it. And I was like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's funny. That awesome. All right. Um, I think we're pretty much covered everything on that. Tony, you're up. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess my topic is going to be, I want to know your guys' opinion on what you think will be the first wrestling card to legitimately hit six figures. This one right here. Now, <laughs> Zach Ryder. <laughs> I don't think I'd give you six pennies for it, but hey, whatever. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the obvious choice here, I feel, is going to be some version of The Rock, only because he's commanded so much money. Like, uh, But then again, then again, we're also talking about his football car. Would you consider his football car to be the first wrestling? I don't think so. It's not a wrestling car. It's a football car of a wrestling star. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, or, or would it be a, will it be a sticker? Will it be a game car like those Chromie cards? Because those Steve Austin cards are going for mad money now. Um I don't know. What, what do you guys think that would be the first wrestling card to hit six figures? 82 All-Star all Hogan autograph PSA 10. Does it exist? Ask Rob and David Beck. <laughs> I believe they've even tweeted that one doesn't exist yet. Okay. Well, I mean, even, but I mean, the point is if something like that. Let's, um, let's, let's go ahead and play and assume. Let's assume that there's none ever hits a 10. None of them. In the nine. I, you, I was going to say, would you go with the nine then? Would you go with the nine yeah. then? Yeah, because it's it's the it's the highest it's the highest graded at this point in time. I mean, you What's have a Hogan and Andre. Those two cards seem to go neck and neck in the forty thousand dollar range at the high point. But here's what's going to happen, okay? When again, not to be morbid again, but when Hogan passes, that could be it. Hogan passes. There are going to be people who are on the periphery of the wrestling card market, who all of a sudden are going to get interested again. Yep. Do you think because, at that time, you think at that point too, that the people who aren't really into wrestling cards who are like looking for things like, holy shit, the Babe Ruth of wrestling just passed away and I need yes. to get that card. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know, I think it depends on how The Rock dies. I agree like, with that too. Yeah. I think, again, I, you, want to be, you guys want to be sick again. It's all about being sick. If, what if, if The he, Rock if is he, on a set? If he, if he does the Kobe Bryant, like, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> like, if, yeah. if 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 that happened, it would be over. It would be more than. It would be insane. Yeah. It would be. He, his cards would be worth way more than Kobe Bryant. And, okay. and I think at the end, that's what's got to happen for, for enough people to want the card. 
And I think, like I said, it's got to be high grade. It's kind of a sad way to like say like it's got that's got to happen for for these guys to have some true high six figure yeah. value. I mean, well, it's we're sad. About, it doesn't. It makes sense. Business. We're talking about business. Of course. Know, I mean, it, it makes sense. I get it. I totally get it. But sort of a sick, twisted way to think about yeah. it. Like going. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's I mean, because we're seeing we're seeing modern modern sports cards of guys that are still living reach six figures. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got a Luca. You know, I've said this many times yeah. in many podcasts before. Luca sells for four point something million dollars. That guy is like twenty three years old. He's one Achilles injury away from becoming a forty dollar card. But it's like nobody nobody respects wrestling. So unfortunately, it's true. We have to have we have to have some kind of traumatic accident for for that card to reach that. You didn't know it. Unfortunately, I wish. I mean, they should be six figures now in in our eyes. You know, I mean, people like Hogan, people like The Rock, are such iconic. Yeah. Outside of the wrestling business as well. You you think you think a Cena might get to that point? No. If he passed away first, no, I don't think so either. I think it'll be close, but he'll be he'd be like a distant third. Do you think he'll? You think a Cena car will ever hit a six-figure number? Because I would think that I would see a Hogan or a Rock card even potentially one day after they pass away hit seven figures. Why? Why? Why can't? Why can't we have an eighty-two? Let's just say, and I'll flip back and go back on what I said. Let's say we do discover all of a sudden a PSA ten Hogan, eighty-two. That could be a seven-figure card. Sure, sure. Why, 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 why couldn't it be? Oh yeah, sure. Could definitely could be. Does that mean a rock card someday? Does a does a you know a ninety-seven Panini sticker card you know, uh, uh, end up becoming something big? Well, and, and the, the stickers and the, are I never going to hit that. The I know this is never going to hit that. This is, this is going to sound crazy, but like, do you think a Vince McMahon card could ever get really high? I don't think it'd ever be a six-figure card. No. Like even if like. What if something came up that didn't exist because he owned it? <laughs> what do you mean like something he, came up that, I don't, that didn't exist? I don't think he t- – Like a one-on-one or something that he, like – because he's Vince McMahon and he probably has it on his, you know, you know, when he goes to bed at night, he looks at it or something. You know, I don't know. I mean, he's like, already limited in what he has as far as cards go. I mean, I, I, I years ago got him signed, you know, a, a, a raw deal card, you know, to have him sign that. You know, does that does that mean that his card, that this no name card here, that has no value really, I think to anybody, uh, is going to go up in value? I, I don't think it's going to be. Hold, a, on, hold on, hold on. How did you just pull that? Like, what? I have it. I have it in my drawer. It's it's from <laughs> the Adventures of Tony Storage. Coming to so, uh, coming to an episode. Wow. <laughs> you didn't even look down. You were just like, all right, here you go. What else do you guys want to see? <laughs> Save it for the storage show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. You know. I, I think I think events. I mean, what are Vince cards right now for his high end stuff, which is transcendent stuff? What does that stuff kind of go for right now? Fifteen hundred and up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, more rain again. That's great outside. Um, monsoon season here in Phoenix, people. Um, pouring rain out of nowhere. Uh, like, you start it, talking about Vince McMahon, it starts raining. I know he's pissed at me right now. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it, what? I mean, do you have a thousand dollar card? Do you have two thousand dollar cards right now? Vince, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like transcendent, like a one I've never, one. I've never seen a Vince auto under a thousand. Okay. Yeah. So it's not far fetched to think that when the man passes away one day, and again, here we are being the morbid people we are. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, that I don't, I don't, I would, I, I could totally see him doing twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. Hey, cars. Tony, add this, add this to your uh, notes for the um, the worst auto you could get. Oh add, yeah, that's a good one. Add the, 
We'll, we'll add the death the death cards to that episode. Death cards. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that you know, means like, just yet, but I'm gonna I'm writing death cards. It like, has so much potential. Like if somebody died tomorrow, what what would be the what would be your pick? Like who would you know? Are we playing death pool death cards and wrestlers right now? <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we can talk off air. I do participate in, you know, celebrity death pools. I, I I'm going to be open about that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really not doing well this I year. I think, but. I think we're, I think we're all participating by buying the cards. You know. Sure. <laughs> and I think, like I said, they hit the, they hit the six figures. I, I just think that that something like that is what's going to, is going to precipitate it. I mean, there's cards out there that are much more rare, that are much harder to find. I mean, gosh, the, the uh, Gula set. Yep. Rax roast beef. That's sure. oh, yeah, yeah. arguably one of the hardest sets on the planet. Though I think there's still a bunch out there somewhere in Tennessee in someone's shed. It's, or it's house. a very hard card. Trust me. Yeah, but yeah, you know, Apollo Nunn from the Wrestling Price Club will tell you that the, uh, his '95 Panini uh, stuff would be even harder. Because right now, yeah. it's right now, I don't know anybody else on this planet that has a full set other than him. Yeah. You don't have one in your. You don't have one in your drawer. You know, who knows? <laughs> Hold on, right here. Hold on. It's That's in the storage unit. Pull it out. That's what I want to see. <laughs> God, that'd be I amazing. Think... If I just had like, it's like a bag of wonder in here. Like, I wonder. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I don't um, think the sticker cards are ever going to get that kind of value. I don't think it's a sticker card set. That Panini's not a sticker. It's a card set. So which ones are you talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. it's it, Paul posted all the time on Twitter. He'll post like his you know, four Bret Hart's or his four uh, Triple H's that came from that okay. Panini card set that he... 1995, right? 1995, yeah. It's a card set, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's not a sticker set. It's a card set. Uh, I keep thinking, every time I hear Panini, I always think stickers. The 97, yeah. Same, same with me, but yeah. it's um, it, it's a card set that it's been okay. kind of elusive for years and he's been hunting it down for years and he found a set and to date, he's the only guy I know of and he's he likes to post about it that he's the only guy that uh, he knows of that has a, a set. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I get what you're saying that these rarity card sets like that, but beyond yeah. the rarity card sets, I'm talking about an actual superstar, like a particular yeah. card in itself that will become yeah. a six-figure card. And the go-to answer is going to be 82 All-Star Hogan, probably. That's the go-to yeah. answer. But I unless, think- unless the 81, the 81, uh, was it Pocky or Pop? pop the, yeah, the, yeah. The one that Rob had on. Oh, the Poppy the- set, uh, 81 Poppy, yeah. Yeah. I think I mean, it's going to have to be. There's a Go couple ahead. guys. There's a couple guys posting stuff on eBay now. You know, there's a there's an eighty uh, an eighty two Cosmos up there right now, Hogan, that someone wants a hundred grand for. And right. I talked to you guys at, off the air about this right. already. Right. That their their whole intention is like just hey, if you want it more than me, here's my price. Right. Then you got that you know <laughs> the Chris Jericho one guy asking a half a million dollars for it's like that. You know, I, I mean, what's it end up selling for? I mean, it's the only nine point five Beckett out there. It's like that. So I mean, he has that going for him let, let me ask you this though like 20 years from now like if you look at we were talking about music earlier so if you look at music and you look at somebody like buddy holly you know um and you compare buddy holly to like an 82 all-star hogan you know fast forward 20 years is the undertaker card going to be worth more when he's gone and you know it's like 
I don't know. I mean, I think it could go either way. He's, he's an iconic character for no, there's there's a lot of iconic characters in yeah. wrestling. But yeah. when you when you have to equate things to other sports, you have to kind of go, who's the Jordan? Who's the Babe Ruth? You know, who's, who's the Gretzky? Gretzky? You know, well, and you have, you have to have a name that transcends all of that. All you can that. pick right. you can pick entertainment, you can pick any sport, you can pick anything that's on cardboard. And some of the highest price stuff are names, not like I don't know what card it's gonna be, so I can't really decide you know because we saw rob's uh 97 panini rock sell for more than what we've seen some of the 82 hogan sell for sure so i don't know what card it's going to be or what sticker or what you know whatever postcard i don't know but it's going to be somebody that extends into pop culture because when you listen to you know mainstream stars they know hogan they know the rock they may know cena they may know austin but outside of that like you don't really hear a lot of undertaker vince mcmahon uh, their household names to all of us as wrestling fans and right. also keep in mind it only takes one person that's a super fan to buy your card sure. but at the same time i think it's going to have to be a name that everybody knows no matter whether they're a fan or not so we're doing fantasy booking you got a book you're booking one who are you picking what what specific card are you picking to be the first six figure one because i want to come at you in 20 years from now and say god damn it you were right <laughs> I, I don't have a i don't have a card specifically but i think it's going to be the rock Something I think there's the, something in the rock. Yeah. I think there's there people, you know, Hogan's just got this like history with him that people are like canceling him for, which I'm not going to talk about that. Sure. Because I'm, but, a, I'm but, a Hulk. I'm a Hulkamaniac for life. I mean, but, yeah, but, but name recognition alone, if you went into every home in America and asked him, do you know who Hulk Hogan is? I'm guaranteeing that most homes would go, they know Hulk Hogan. Yes. Even if they weren't yeah. wrestling fans. If you said the rock, it's still a very high um i think they know but, him for something else though Sure, i think a lot yeah. there's a mixture of like i know him as a rock or i know him as dwayne johnson but this guy also has political aspirations so if he right. ends up becoming like a president of the united states for crying out loud even if he just runs i mean yeah. that i think that kind of pushes him even a little higher it's like that where people come that, that, that name recognition holds value yeah yeah i personally would like it to be the 85 hogan or the 82 hogan but i think it's going to be the rock from just an unbiased standpoint. I like to think it'd be like a 98, I like to think it'd be a 98 comic images card, I think, I hope. That's, that's, that's my favorite rock that's my card. my favorite rock card, card yeah. number five. <laughs> Anybody else? I mean, who, who else has got uh, any thought? I think, honest, I, I, I think uh, originally I was thinking Hogan, I'd probably say The Rock, because again, I think, you know, as you said, with, with the little bit of count, the cancel culture that was going on there for a while, you know, they took him off, my God, they removed him technically from the WWE, you know, website in the hall of fame section. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the rock hasn't had anything like that that happened to him where, you know, he's going to get his hands spanked or whatnot. And I think eventually I, I, you know, again, not knowing which card off the top of my head, you know, maybe it'll be the Cardinal game card. Uh, maybe it'll God, be, I you know, not. whatnot. But <laughs> yeah. We're seeing so I many, so many <laughs> different cards go, up one month and all of a sudden it's not the flavor of the month but then it is and it goes up yeah. and down back and well forth. we we have a whole i think we have plans for a future episode to talk about this and you know, kind of like forcing you know certain yeah. things on the market to try to just kind of capital and make something happen out of it i i, I get it but i have Tony, my you're making a really good segue into my into my topic if unless there we're you. done here unless matt's got a card no, I mean, I, I think I think it's going to have a lot to do with pop culture and who's alive and who's not. I mean, 100%. I think pop culture and who's alive and who's not, because if you look at the trends, it's, it's you know, who would have thought Queen would be as big as they are? You know, 
Um, who would have thought Elton John would be as big as he is? You know, I mean, they they were always big, but like, who would have thought that they would transcend time? You know, sure. um, Nirvana. You know, I mean, it, yeah. It's, I but, you, it's, but you referenced like what you referenced earlier. You referenced um, uh, Holly, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly. So yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, legendary person in the music world's like that. But I don't know if he's going to be someone that someone want to collect. That's a younger pe- person who's going to collect that kind of stuff. Well, I think like a Mickey Mantle. I mean, is always going to be worth something. So Hogan's always going to be worth something. It's just a matter of like, is is the is the the vintage part going to pop culture or vintage? Which one's going to hit first, you know? Yeah. And then the rock or is it, you know, an older Hogan? I mean, you go into music like that, you can't go wrong if you're going to bet on something like that. You're, you're throwing yeah. money into it. I mean, you might as well go Beatles if you're going to do that. I mean, you go vintage. I mean, I mean, otherwise, like, well, how about I go after with the Beatles who were inspired by? How about Little Richard stuff? I'll go after Little Richard stuff. Then, you know, I mean. And since I, we're talking six figures and we've already got it sitting at six figures, um, 20 years from now, what if people are diehard Jericho fans? Exactly. Because he's in a band, he's in movies, uh, he's in wrestling. Clearly, he's reinvented himself in the wrestling world how many times now? So it all maybe takes, not. And it takes one buyer to buy yeah. something like that. All it takes is yeah. one guy. I mean, hell, Jericho himself goes, you know what? I'm going to make myself the most expensive card out there and pay, spend 100 grand for this card like that. No one else right. has got a $100,000 card. I'm the first six-figure guy. Yeah. Do it, Jericho. Right. I dare you. Do it. <laughs> and be one of and, and let you buy one of my Jericho cards for that. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, we, we we carried on like you weren't even here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. and, and I just want to say, um, after after next week, he's he's gonna be dead. So his cards might go up. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, everybody MDK, start uh, okay, picking man. up those cards now. I, he might, he might be dead so 500 is going to be a steal right it's gonna now be a steal yeah well I, all right. I, i'm actually going to have that guy on. i told you before i'm going to have that guy on, on uh, my next episode come up here i'm talking to him it's, so. not, it's not jericho it's the death what is his name the uh, god when he puts the eyeliner on and he calls yeah him i don't uh, pain maker yeah, yeah pain yeah. yeah it's the pain maker pain, 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 pain bringer or pain maker pain maker pain yeah. Maker. yeah there you go all right, all right so, so what do you got what do you got man <laughs> I want everyone's opinion on something you see either on eBay or on social media that people are pumping, whether it's a card, a set, something like that. Oh, What's something right. that, that you see a huge amount of people just being like, yeah, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. I thought but it was just, a future episode, actually this episode. <laughs> you, uh, you just don't believe the hype at all. And you just think like long-term, this is you know not going to be what everyone's hyping it up to be. Stickers. Oh, stickers across here, the, like across the board stickers. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I again because all right, and and I'm talking more, you know, because I'm kind of old school, collecting wise, and been collecting since the '70s. Stickers have always, right, wrong, or indifferent, have always taken a backdoor to traditional cards. It's true in baseball. It's true in football. It's true in everything. Yeah, but maybe it's their always. time now. What's maybe that? it's their time. Maybe it's their time to finally be appreciated. I I just don't see it. We talked yeah. about, I mean, part of the segment we talked about tonight already is talking about other card sets that are undervalued and not appreciated. It's like yeah. that. Maybe stickers fall in that category as a whole. Very easily might. And and I get it. It's not me. And, and you, you know, see guys that they're, pu- they're pushing them hard. I mean, there's guys pushing stuff hard. Like I found the next, you know, big craze like that. Like, I'm so yeah. glad we're talking about, I have so many opinions about this. <laughs> Tony, Tony, 
I have a question, Tony. Sure. Can you pull out a sticker right now? Oh. Can I, can I pull out a sticker right now? Yeah. You want me to pull without, one out? You want one from like you want without, one from this pocket right here, <laughs> or do you want one from maybe a sable one, or maybe, oh. or would you like, or, or maybe Stone Cold? <laughs> yes. Dude, you owe me a drink. <laughs> that's that's good though because like you know that's something that a lot of people have been pushing the stickers and like, right or wrong i don't care i don't i just want to know everyone's opinion so that's a great take when that's that when that came out it became like the rage like it was a rage for like a few months there and then all of a sudden you know again there's rob england's like that you know looking outside the box trying to find older things undiscovered things which is great sure and I've always had the same kind of opinion that Carl has like that, which yeah. is like, I'm not a big fan of, of, of stickers, but I also have to go with what the market and the trend is going towards. And that's kind of going towards stickers are getting some love. Stickers are getting some love. So I'm not going out me personally buying and investing in any stickers, but they're getting love and you can't deny yeah. that. And, oh, absolutely. But, and that's all because you're seeing social media now plays a big part and helping right. really push it. We didn't have Twitter or Facebook right. or Instagram or TikTok or Snap Your Chat or whatever the hell it's called. We didn't have we didn't have that kind of crap. Yeah, really, it, <laughs> you didn't have your space or my space or someone else's Hold space on. or whatever. GoDaddy.com go and Snap Your Chat available. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I get, a, I, I get a, a share of that. Um, but if, if these things didn't exist, it'd be very difficult for someone to try to push these things down our throat to say, "This is what you got to collect." I found a hidden gem. Case in point: not calling out names, not going to do it. You put your own two and two together and come up with your own five. Is I mean, these Rocky cards? You're trying to trying to push Rocky down my throat and saying that yeah. Sylvester Stallone rookie card. Now we're yeah. looking for like all. Do I go out and get Buffy season one and Sarah Michelle Gellar rookie card? Is it, uh, you know, Eliza Dushku from season three, you know, rookie card. It's, uh, you know. Do I buy I, the I welcome get, back Carter to get the John Travolta rookie card? A perfect example. Exactly. Perfect example. Um, you know, I get it. Everybody's trying to find the next big things like that. And I don't know. I, I get it. I understand it. What they want to do. You want to pump up your own hype because you think you found something. Uh, but I don't know. I guess, I guess the market in the end, the market will always dictate what's going to be valuable. Yeah. Tony. I just told you. You didn't have anything specific. Just the, I just told you Rocky. Rocky. Well, yeah, that's Rocky. good enough. I mean, Rocky. Tony, okay. You, okay. Hold on, Tony. Can you pull a non wrestling card? This is becoming a fun game. I, I don't know <laughs> if I have a non wrestling card in here. I, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. Yes, uh, no, if, if I could reach behind me, yes. <laughs> I can reach behind oh, me. I sorry, do have, I'll stop. I'll stop. Just, I, 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 was hope, I was hoping you had like a Duke the Dumpster or T.L. Hopper business card there. but No, but I have a Teenage Ninja Turtle. I have a Ninja Turtle set behind me and a Pee Wee Herman set. Oh, uh, that's good. <laughs> wow. Is that, that, hey, that's for the storage show. That's right. Yes. Okay. Uh, Matthew, I can't pull anything because I'm in a hotel room. So there you go. Well, we're um, just happy you're here and able to join us. Oh, me too. Oh, I mean, I mean, look, look before everybody else goes, because it's your topic there, uh, Zan. Um, you know, it obviously, there's something that key to your mind that bring this topic up. What do you have in mind that? Uh, graded cards of sets that don't matter, and cards that don't matter, such like, as. Um, I'm just going to pull out names 
like of just random stuff i'm thinking of like a random 90s macho man or like a random 90s tito santana or jeff jarrett or and you know i think that people want to get these graded so i can go pop one it's rare it's only oh, one so, so it's nine hundred dollars specifically asking wrestling you know uh I, I oh no 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 yours oh, okay. yours was that yours was excellent okay. but that's just the one thing i keep saying and maybe that's because we're in our own bubble but people just pushing wrestling cards that don't because at least like the stallone the, you could say it's his first okay well sure. what does what does a random you know macho man card from 1990 classic have to do with anything it's but that's a like all, isn't that across all sports isn't that why psa is in the goddamn condition they're in right now no, because a lot of the stuff that they're they're getting are rookie cards, and they might be trash, but they're at least the first rookie card. I thought it was well, also but, they're just they're just shoving all kinds of like random star cards. Like, well, this is a a Peyton Manning seventh year, but it's great in ten. You know, I mean, that's why I thought they're you know, just sh shoving things all out to PSA. Well, like, it didn't matter. Go when ahead, PSA Carl. first started. Okay, back in the day, I can remember they were you know they were what they were. People were sending in, even at the beginning of PSA, I mean, and, and you can, and if you do the look, you'll see them. They'd send like a whole set of 1976, let's just say Tops mm -hmm. Baseball, all 660 cards or whatever, 726, whichever it was that year, you know, and they would send a whole set. Commons, I mean, guys who are literally should be sitting in a nickel and dime box. How long did it take to get back? Back in, the, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big grading. <laughs> they're, they're still at step seven. They're right still now, so. <laughs> But, but I mean, seriously, 20 years ago, yeah. they, people were submitting every damn thing on the planet. And it, to me, it cheapened the whole idea of grading. I mean, I wouldn't grade anything, to be perfectly honest, um, that was a quote-unquote common from any of this, anything from the 1970s. But on the flip side of that, too, is somebody who wants to preserve their complete collection. Like, this is my part of my PC, and I want well, yeah, to Nat, Nat, Turner, Nat Turner has said that PSA wants to get back to grading low-end cards because that's why they started the set registry, which is exactly yeah. what Carl's talking about. Exactly. Yeah. And I understand that. But what I'm talking about is if you, you know, you, I say go grade whatever you want. That's cool. If you're collecting the set, you want the registry, go for it. But right. I'm talking about the people who are getting these graded and maybe it comes back, what, whether it's a 10 or a one, it doesn't matter. And they're pricing it at five, six, $700 because it's mm. pop one and it's rare because there's just not that much wrestling out there. And you know, it's free country, uh, capitalism, do what you want to do. But I just look at this and I'm like, oh, Is right. it, isn't there a discussion similar to this going on right now on eBay where someone just posted that TNA card of Hogan with Terra on it? Yeah, that's a, that's a PSA 10, I think. But the only difference with that one is it's a one of one. It's goes, but they're asking $800 or $700 for it. I mean, that, that goes back to that pop culture thing. Yeah, it, it became a we're talking about it on here now. So it's more valuable. You know, as a, I mean, as know, opposed we, to what I'm talking about is like, you know, uh, you know, a Brutus Beefcake card sure, or a sure. Greg the Hammer yeah. Valentine. Right. Man, are you saying my, my Sting 1991? Oh, no, that's great. That's a great one. <laughs> you know how many boxes of that damn thing I had to open to get this? Anyways. Here, hold on. He's pulling something out. I, I, I've got I've got a couple down here. I don't, I'm not going to pull them out. I got a couple. So keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody pull out a Brutus Beefcake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you know. Like I you said, know, he's it, getting Brutus is getting a lot of love lately, man. <laughs> it's it, the podcast y'all did. What is, <laughs> what, is, what is the new? Y'all need to plug the new. Uh, what is it? What your card? What is it called? Oh, this is your card. This is your card. Your card. 
I'm waiting for the next one. And Carl, you know. Carl, go ahead. I can see you want to say something. Well, no, I just think, like I said, I think when people start pushing agendas like that, you know, and and the, you know, to me, it's one thing to say, hey, this is a really hard to this set, even if it's modern, is very you know sensitive, you know, as far mm-hmm. as condition. It's one thing to push things like that. Hey, sure. You know, we talked. I, I posted uh, the other day about the uh, the uh, Italian Edibas set. You know, the the, the clear cards. Mm-hmm. And as se- several people mentioned, a lot of those come out of the pack just scratched up. I mean, I've, I was very fortunate. Most of the ones I've opened didn't have an issue, but I get it. You know, but I'm, I mean, to me, I'm not pushing that because I got a bunch of them graded. I'm pushing right. it just because I like the set. I don't have any right. graded actually. I think it's a neat set. I like I like the whether you call it, uh, you know, the clear cards, however you, you know, equate that thing, it's neat. They really pop. Yeah, I love um, that. I love that acetate looking card. Absolutely. Like that all over. I, if you need singles by that, by the way, if you need some, let me know. I've got a ton of singles. Okay. Yeah. Me and you got to talk about several things. Now. <laughs> Think about it. But, but the point, but the point being, you know, I push something not because I have a vested interest. I push, I mean, like my 88 NWA Wonderama. Okay. My favorite set of all time. I pushed that because I think it's a neat set. It was a pain in the butt to complete, but it did by packs, did by the factory. Um, it was a fun set because, again, of the memories that I have. I mean, to me, it's the perfect set because of it checks all the boxes, if you will. But I think right. Zan's talking about the ones that people are trying to sell for like a ridiculous, yeah. like, like you're you're not selling those. If right. you are, let me know. But um, I'm just saying, like. But we, could, but we could take that set as an example and take that yeah. uh, and Zan held it up that uh, that Ric Flair header card right there. Yep. It's not a big deal card, really. It's like no. that. But someone's going to put it up there on, on uh, and get it graded and, and try to push that down our throats like you got to have this. It's seven hundred dollars. It's a thousand dollar card. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I literally I literally back in the day when I when I was still cracking packs and all this in the you know even in the late 90s, still cracking packs of it. Um I mean, I had a stack of those. I mean, literally, probably a stack like this of those things sitting in boxes. I can go get you when some I was right set up at, at flea markets and the like. And you know, I was selling for like a quarter a piece, mainly because I had so dang many of them. They're pretty common, so uh, I, uber common, more, yeah. more common than the commons, you know, because they were in every pack. I just, I'm looking up eBay. I got two examples for you: 1991 Merlin Macho Man, like basic card it's a yeah. sgc9 324 dollars no um here's 1990 classic what, what should that uh, card go for you think then put it up for um, auction and see what it goes for just put it up for 99 cents let it ride yeah, yeah i mean it is a more rare card but it's you know like a, it's a base card it's not a rookie I'm card it's not a parallel, I have some of those but... coming back <laughs> you know but, but the point being that's a whole something put, like putting that, things up for pricing is a whole different topic or, but, or just yeah. hold on to it like hold on yeah. to it like you know or, hey, whatever you, whatever the, you know, whatever it costs them to get it graded. Let's just say 20 yeah. bucks to have a dollar, a dollar figure. Throw it out there for 20 bucks. Yeah. And see what happens. Yep. If nobody bids on it, then guess what? You got your answer. Yep. And I'm, I'm not talking about cards too, like um, refractors or parallels or first cards or key yeah. cards. And I'm not talking about that. So yeah. I'm just talking about like, yeah. why would you buy 
or why would you spend four hundred dollars on a PSA nine or a PSA ten Andre the Giant when you could take that four hundred and go buy like a really low grade eighty two All Stars or a one of the Merlin that's a little bit more rare in a higher right. grade? You know what I'm saying? Unless right. you're a fan of that particular superstar, and that's that, what you're fine with. That's a totally different that's, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. The biggest problem is is you need to message them and tell them about your podcast because they obviously don't. <laughs> this is true this is very true well that's the whole point of having these things is hoping that people get uh take something away from it and get educated a little bit you know education and uh perspective that's it yeah by, by no fun. means am i ever going to go and say that we're like the experts in everything on no. this stuff man but we you know we end up talking to people like you guys and we start learning new things and picking up new details like i didn't know that and that you know you just absorb it man and just kind of hope you can share it with everybody and i think the more knowledge that's out there in the hobby you know and and again whether it be Things like, you know, you guys are talking about where people are pushing their own agenda for whatever reason, or some of the historical things, or some of the, hey, here's some neat things about this particular set. The more information like that, that is in folks' hands, number one, they can make better decisions about what they're buying. Mm -hmm. and, and in some cases, they're going to learn about sets they didn't even know existed. Wow. Is, I mean, if case. you're into, you know, the Young Bucks, for example, oh, I didn't even know they had a TNA card, but whatever. But which which is actually that, the foundation of what WTC was created for because absolutely. Uh, it was off my personal collection and I was archiving what I had. And then as I started finding new things from different places, people were like, I didn't know that card said it existed. I had no, hell, I'll give you a perfect example. When you can go and trump a guy like Paul from Price Guide and I trump Chuckster in the same day within minutes oh, of each boy. other. They both did not know there's a, a, a European version of the 91 classic set. Right. They had no idea. And I go, do you guys even use my website? Um, they had no idea. And I go, yes. Well, what's the difference? I go, well, people like to go and say it's a Merlin set. It's not a Merlin set. It's still classic, but it was distributed by Merlin over in Europe. That was their market. That's what they used. It's identical to the 150 cards of the 91 classic. It's same exactly, except tiny, small, a little bit smaller, a little a fraction smaller and thinner cardstock. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because the reason why I, I brought that up is because I have a buddy of mine who works over at PSA. And he sent me a message going, hey, I have a wrestling question for you for a card. We, we know there's two versions of that 91 classic set, but I, that the US version has like a box, a, a line in the back where it says autograph, where you can autograph, the town can autograph it. I said, yeah, a lot of people don't even know that, but that's cool. He goes, does a European version that was by Merlin have that? And I go, first off, tell your guys over at PSA, it's not Merlin. <laughs> it's still classic. It was distributed by Merlin. And yes, it also does too. So that was... When I, by the time I responded back to him, he already got his answer, but I had reached out to Paul. I didn't know. I said, well, I have a full set sitting in storage. You want, and he goes, how much do you want for it? <laughs> Cause he didn't know it existed. So it's, it's about educating people of stuff like that. It's the whole reason why a WTC exists is to educate people for that exactly. kind of stuff. And then having these podcasts, talking yeah. to you guys and getting your experiences and things like that and having different topics and discussions, it helps educate people. I think right, wrong or indifferent. Yeah. People can walk away from this going, Zan's a bald-headed freak. Tony's stupid yeah. and doesn't talk too much. Chef Carl's deep from the South. And I don't even know who this guy Matt is, but he does video <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, they can walk away and do whatever they want. I don't care. As long as they take a snippet, a bit of information, go to yeah. Zan's uh, channel, get information from him, check out, you know, your guys' tweets and stuff like that and see what, you know, you guys are tweeting about, what your love of certain cards. Go to WTC, find some checklists. It's all about just sharing that knowledge. Right. And having fun. And, and, as, and having and fun. As we and as you know, again, more people get involved. Yeah, I'm gonna in have hobby, a drink now. We're gonna see more and more. There, I mean, I, I still believe in my heart. There's more things that are out there that even 
the four of us, and 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 again, not besmirching Robert Dave Peck because I love him to both. Oh, no. death. But there's probably some stuff out there that they don't even know about, believe it there's or not. There's always something out there. Always. And, and as as you know, people go through families, you know, estates, and they start finding, opening boxes, and finding stuff that's in people's attics. There's no telling some of the stuff that we're going to find that we didn't know existed. Or it's Tony opens. Or Tony opens his desk and. <laughs> Storage unit. Or that storage fun. unit show is going to be killer. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm down with it. Well, now I'm, I'm I'm totally interested in having Matt help me out with that now. So I'm, he wants I'm, to send I'm me. Gonna a, send you, I'm going to send you one. You know. I will totally use it because my you know I'm just waiting from uh we got back from a trip from California and, and my wife got sick and I was sick and uh so now yeah. we're all kind of better and we're uh, like she's like yeah I'll film it for you I don't care I'm like okay great so that's why I married you honey um yeah we'll do it so. Why not? I've, got, I've got some of my other other ideas that might include like a magician hat that you pull stuff out of. <laughs> yes. We can talk about that offline. Yeah, I was like, like, what the hell is this rabbit doing? There's, here. <laughs> there's a teaser for a future show. There you go. Especially if it has to do with whatever we're talking about. <laughs> oh, you mean this? <laughs> oh, my. oh, Jenna Jameson card. Oh, wait, get out of here. Because <laughs> oh, I have those, so, by the way, just so you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, hey, Matt, so what... I mean, you're surfing uh, eBay all the time. So on, on Zan's topic, what do you find out there that is like, why are you pushing this down my throat? Why, why are you trying to make this a thing? So what I'm going to say isn't on eBay, um, but it, I think it's pushed down the throats is uh, the, the tops now living set. Um, I oh. just don't, I don't see it being worth anything in the future. This is me. Um, I like it. I've, I've bought a couple. Um, I don't think, anybody's going to get rich off it, but I think it gets pushed down to people's throat and I just don't see it being super valuable. Is it just the wrestling one you're talking about or all the living sets they do? Because some of those Star Wars ones seem to go for decent money. The wrestling one, I don't know anything about the other ones. I just purchased, I purchased my first ever living set card the other day. I got a stack. I bought a whole stack of the Sasha Banks Star Wars one. Smart man. Yeah. Just because I thought here we go talking pop cult, pop culture again. There again, pop culture where it, it yeah. just kind of crossed. I mean, and now she's you know, attacking two different you know genres of stuff like and uh, when, Star Wars fans who know nothing about her in wrestling. And back right. to my favorite topic, when she dies on the Mandalorian, Card is gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's just a character dying and not her this time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But, it's gonna but happen. what was interesting about that, Tony, is that was. One of the top selling Star Wars. Oh yeah, I think it was in the top cards. five. I think wasn't it top yeah, five? Yeah, top five. I'm 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 also in the Star Wars group. Shocker. Okay, I, I I just bought it because I think the uh, I saw either the Card Foundation podcast. Shout out to those guys, do good stuff. Um, or um, somebody tweeted it on there saying, "Oh, here it's coming," and this is a great crossing. I go. I haven't bought any of this wrestling stuff, although I'm kind of like, what I have till tomorrow to decide if I want that Macho Man one. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm, I think so. I'm not buying any of those either. You're not buying the Macho yeah. Man ones, even nope, for just. I got. I got. I, I got to agree with Matthew on this. Like, th but this is a perfect set for what kind of Carl was talking about and what I'm talking about. Pick the stuff that you really like, and either put it in your binder, get it graded, try to make some money, just keep it for yourself. This is just a fun set for collectors, exactly. no matter what. Like it, some you of some you of don't them, think it has any long term value, like even doubling what you paid for it. Maybe, but this is something I don't think that you should go into that with that mindset on. I think if you keep, if you had the whole set and it's like 
10 years from now, maybe, but I just don't see it. I No, I don't see it. Um, but you did bring up the, um, the Card Foundation podcast. So I want to ask you all a question because I was curious because I listened to them and um, they have this whole debate and we don't, we don't have time to have this debate. But here's the question. Yes or no? Is the Mr. America a rookie card? First appearance. No. First appearance. No. Well, they're it's doing a, a poll. They're doing a poll right now, and and because uh, they were all arguing about it, and rookie cards win. So, well, so we guess what first, the the market will dictate if it's a rookie. Yeah, card we've got we've yeah. got th yeah. three different Austin cards that people are calling rookie cards right now. So. That's true. From from some totally different years yeah. too. I mean, yeah, I like the magazine card by the way. Yeah. It's just a fun. It's just a fun thing to argue about, you know. Like, because some people are saying, "Is that even Hogan?" You know, like, of course it's not Hogan. It's not Hogan. Oh. That's Mister America. What's yeah. wrong with Mr. you, America? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Mr. Christ, America. God! This is a no-brainer conversation. Maybe it is a rookie card then. Kayfabe, dude. Kayfabe. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Hey, the promo. The promo he cut for that was amazing. Like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, the living said, I guess I'll, I, I kind of agree with that. I don't see anything in it until like, if they, if they put an end to it and then 10, 15, 20 years down the road, it's like, Hey, I've got to complete all 300, yeah. 400, 500 cards, whatever I've, it is. Actually, Maybe. again, um, not trying to like pump my own channel, but I just, next week, my market watch video will be out for June. And, uh, there's a Steve Austin card I featured in that. You have to watch the video to find out, but I'm really insert, getting the insert commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really getting the uh tops project 2020 vibes with these where people are kind of hyping them up at first and you're even seeing them later on like you um you'll see in the video you can buy some of these cards for less than what tops was selling them at at release right. this is Meanwhile, kind of why i'm not buying the uh, like i'm for this first time ever the savage ones like ah, i love savage yeah. but you know for if i was if it was my pc which i'm not i'm just a kurt angle fan now uh, right. I'm like, I would totally be all over this, but I'm like, oh, maybe I, do I want it? And I remember that going, I think you and I talked about it once before a while, when they first started going, you can find the stuff on eBay for cheaper than what you could have bought it from tops for. Mm -hmm. Well, if they would, if they would include some random, like, Hey, we're going to send out random numbered cards. There or you go. That'd be random, totally different. Random refractors or it would change everything. They, it would, it would change everything. Or just right. like random, you know, yeah. Numbered by the artist and signed by the artist. Yeah. I would I would order ten just to try to get one. You know what I mean? Like, yep. It would have yeah. Like Another they, thing too, when I, when they first came out, I was like, well, this could be your chance to get your favorite wrestler or a cool um, character you like, whatever, at a low print run if they're going to be similar to the tops now, because you can find yeah. a lot of really cool tops now cards right. that are super low print runs, but it's the print runs aren't low enough to make you chase them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. True. There's no. Yeah, there's no chasing it at all. Like, yeah, really. Except for set collectors, which you know, more power to you on that. That's yeah. cool. I saw somebody on Twitter actually today that had bought all the ones they had and had them displayed together, and it looks really cool if you like to chase sets. Yeah, no, it's a cool set. It's just I'd rather lay out all the WCW autograph cards like Wes did and just have yes, it all sir. Out there. <laughs> Tony, Tony, pull them out. Pull them out. I don't, I don't have any WCW autograph cards. Oh. Oh. Sorry, man. I'm in the show. Time to end the show. That's where it's at. I can't pull something out of my out of my drawers. <laughs> All right. End in the show. Uh, Carl, let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, Twitter, um, at I'm Chef Carl. Uh, that's by far the easiest way to find me, get in touch with me, holler at me. 
follow me. I'll follow you back. I always like talking about wrestling cards. Matthew, let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, just Google Womack Creative, Twitter, all that stuff. At 206. Wait, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, where, where have you been for the last 20 years? Where can people find you at? For me, uh, everything's on wrestlingtradingcards.com, man. Everything is there now. Like, I'm so happy to have everything under one roof you know, with social media. So, like, I, I'm not a MySpace guy like you. Yeah. Um, but um, everything's there now. The Discord channel's there. Uh, yeah, Facebook. I mean, I think you guys even, you know, beat me down to get freaking uh, Instagram finally. So, I yes, got sir. that. It's all there. So, everything's on, on there. And hopefully we'll get those those uh, pictures up. We were talking about that before we got online. So those will be available for people hopefully soon. Pictures, pictures. And, uh, pictures for your cards. Oh, yes, yes. Well, yeah, because I've got the folders finally. Right. I finally figured out uh, how to do that by creating folders on WordPress. I installed a plugin that allows me to go ahead and create. I got them all the years and I'll put all the sets. I can, I can literally, if I wanted to, just drag all the existing images I've been on WTC, put them in the folder I want to put them in for each year, each set, and then just relink them and be done with that. But because I don't want to do that, I don't like the old watermark by putting which I had across the middle of the card and did that, like I told you before, because uh, people were taking our images and putting them up on eBay to, you know, like, hey, I have this 1985 tops, you know, number one. And uh, it was sucking up our bandwidth at the time. Uh, And I just think it's ugly now. I kind of want to if I'm going to revamp the site, I want to revamp the images and. What I really need now is the last seven years of card set images now from people. And, and I want those one of ones and printing plates and anything, I, anything you've right. got that's great. I want all of that to link and put up on the site. And so people can see what it looks like. And then those, that becomes a blog and people can talk about that specific car they want to. They can have a whole conversation about 82 hall stars they want to, and then link right to an eBay auction, link to whatever the hell they want. I didn't know you were using WordPress, but I have all kinds of ideas. We need to link up. For I, sure. I, I don't know WordPress very well. I just I literally taught myself WordPress in the last couple of months to get the site where it's at right now. Yeah, I, I, I know a little bit about it. Well, I need someone to help me to get it uh, mobile and temp and uh, tablet friendly because I don't like the way it looks on a mobile right now. Yeah, I can totally help you. Uh, one thing before I go is I just want to, uh, if you guys are watching this and you're wrestling card fans, whether you, you know, buy one pack a month or you just like wrestling or whatever, go follow these guys. These guys do a ton of work. They bust their Thank ass. You. They're all over, they're all over the place. They're they're fun to watch. And um they don't make any money off this shit. So um support them, like their stuff. Don't tell my wife that. <laughs> Cause this will be my last episode. <laughs> but it you know just just go support these guys because they they do it for the love of it, and and that's that's all they all they really need. Um, so yeah, go check them out. Thanks, man. Thanks. See you guys later. Make sure you check us out on all popular podcast platforms. Yeah, where can they find you? You haven't even. Told oh yeah, them. yeah. I'm just bypassing myself at Zan Morning on almost everything, including MySpace, Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, Wrestling with Cards podcast, Worlds Collide podcast. I got the title right. Here we are. Yeah. And yeah, check us out on all popular platforms, YouTube, and maybe most importantly, come join us on the Twitter wrestling card community. And from there, you can join us on Discord and on Instagram. The best wrestling card community is the best community. It's the most fun. People sending you stuff out of nowhere. Just great, great way place to learn, have fun, and talk wrestling cards. 
Yeah, and and make sure you go to uh, Zan's page, whatever he has, and buy the guy a coffee or an energy drink mm -hmm. like that. This guy does not sleep. He just yeah. he just lives and breathes uh, the hobby, man. The other, yes, the other thing you can do is send uh, Zan Karen cross cards. Yes, yes. sir. <laughs> and, and you can send Tony Kurt Angle cards, but they're really they they used to be like send me whatever. Now they're all send me refractors and. But, <laughs> <laughs> I like because uh, before we even uh, got uh, on, he goes, uh, oh, I. I I got this guy Matt's going to be on tonight. So I go, okay, cool. He goes, and he sends me your address, your email address to send the invite to. And I go, that name sounds familiar. And I go, I look at my Twitter and I go, oh, I just told this guy like, yeah, I don't deal common cards. I want numbered stuff. <laughs> and and Zach goes, oh no, is it going to be a problem? And I go, no, no, it was all it was all cordial and fine. Like that. <laughs> I was like, do you want this free card? He's like, oh well, is it numbered? <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally did, man. I'm like, I'm such an yeah. asshole. I'm such is it an a triple asshole. refractor? Is it a <laughs> plate? plate? I'm so sorry, man. I'll send it back. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll send it back. I thought it was funny, but. Uh, I, let me, uh, let me find something in the drawer. I'll send you something. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it better be numbered. It better be numbered. Yeah. Oh. oh, I'll send you my exclusive Kevin Nash one numbered. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Suck All right, guys. That was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Let's All wrap right, this man. up. Until next time, keep collecting. Keep having fun. See you guys. We're out.